I really think everyone everywhere has a personal brand, but some people are using their brand to grow a business and others just have a presence that they're not aware of. But if you are one of the few who wants to use your personal desires, perspective, experience to grow your business, we're going to talk about what a personal brand means for you and how to use it more effectively with more integrity, with more beauty and with more joy. You're listening to Aesthetically Speaking. On this podcast, we're talking about all things branding, logos, colors, fonts, and the strategy behind it all. It seems like these days it's easier than ever to build an audience, but harder than ever to stand out online. My name's Rebecca, and I'm a brand strategist and designer. I'm here with my sister, Abby, a lawyer who needs a creative outlet. Together, we're going to talk about how to bring your brand to life. So as a branding expert, I have come to a really deep view of branding that is so much more than just monetizing your image or making money off of your own ideas. Although I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that. It's not the take that I have. And I really see the value in building a personal brand as a way of growing your business because it helps keep your business in a healthy spot where it's facilitating goals and desires that you have for your life and not the other way around. So today what I want to talk about is the lofty and aspirational aspects of building a personal brand. And then I'm going to get pretty practical in the what and the how. So to begin, I want to talk about what a personal brand is not so that we can really understand what it is. So to me, a personal brand is not just using your name in your business. It's not being famous. It's not being an influencer or sharing your soul or sharing every detail of your life online. I think that's one example of a personal brand. It's not the only way to have a personal brand. And it's not the personal brand that I'm trying to build and that I help my clients build. So I like to use the example of Taylor Swift. And she has a personal brand that is her own identity. And then she also has her music. And they are very connected and unified but they are separate. And sometimes your personal brand and your business are really, really closely related. And sometimes they're more separate and that's okay. I really love to work with entrepreneurs whose personal brand is part of their business because I view branding as part of personal development. So a couple of examples that I really love. Sarah Blakely is an entrepreneur that I've followed for a long time. She founded Spanx and Spanx has its own brand and Sarah Blakely has her own brand. And there's some crossover and there's a lot of interesting things about Spanx that probably came because of Sarah Blakely's passion and perspective in business, but they are separate. And then you have some people that are more connected. So like Jenna Kutcher's brand and her as a person are basically the same thing. Martha Stewart is another great example where they are super similar. Gary V, I don't even know how to say his full name. He's built a personal brand in a way to build his business. And that's the way that most of my clients are doing it. So if you're wondering like, do I have a personal brand or do they have a personal brand? I like to think of it this way. Anyone that you follow on social media and have bought from or have bought into in some way, if they have influenced you or inspired you to do something, 
they are a personal brand. And if you have any kind of online presence that you are using to grow a business, you have a personal brand. And I say this with all the love and respect in my heart, but if you haven't spent a lot of time cultivating or paying attention to your online presence, it doesn't mean that you don't have a brand. It just means that you don't have a very good one or a very strong one. And I really believe that your personal brand is the best tool you have in growing your business and in growing your business the way that you want to. And it really acts as like a North Star for you to know if what you're doing is aligned with what you really, really want from yourself and your life and your business overall. So knowing what a personal brand is not, or at least what it's not only, what is a personal brand? What does it mean to have a personal brand? I believe having a personal brand means that there is some element of you in your business. And this often looks like doing what you desire, selling something that has to do with who you are. So your skills, your experience, even just like your interests, your curiosities, your personal values as a personal brand become your business values. I think that's one of the strongest crossovers, right? It doesn't mean that your favorite colors are your brand colors, but it does mean that there is an element of your core and your essence that becomes your business. So sometimes I think people are almost afraid to build a personal brand because I think they're afraid of thinking of themselves too highly or putting themselves on a pedestal or like looking like a tryhard. And I understand some of those fears. And what I usually say is if you have that level of self-awareness, then that's actually a good sign that you should have a personal brand because people who don't care about those things will build personal brands that don't have that same level of integrity that yours would have. So if you really want to be a good person, and I mean that really in a holistic sense of like feeling good about yourself, feeling good about the way that you're living, a personal brand can really serve you and can really be a form of helping you become who you want to be. And there's kind of a trend online of a, it's sometimes called a life first business or a lifestyle business. And I, I used to really resonate with that idea of use your business to build the life that you want. But I feel like I've kind of evolved past that because what I really believe is that you should become the person that you want to be and have the life that you want, period. And if a business facilitates that, then that's what you should do. But that's not the case for every person. So, you know, I, I sometimes say like you first and business second. So if you care about who you are as a person in relation to your business, you can do that by having a personal brand. And the reason that I'm, I feel like I'm maybe saying this the same way over and over and over, because I really want to drive home the point that a personal brand is not this fake facade of who you are, right? Like it's not a mask that you put on. It's not, you know, this this pretend image that you create in order to dupe people into thinking that you're cooler than you are or better than you are. Your brand is really a reflection of you. 
and it's a window into who you are. And that's why it's so cool when we do it right and when we actually create a brand for you because it allows you to be seen to yourself and it allows other people to see you too. So this is this is why, like I was saying, I work with so many coaches and consultants because there's an understanding there that who they are is important to their business. And they care about who they are and who they're becoming. And they care about the way that they do things. I have worked with clients before who are just focused on the bottom line. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing or a good thing, but that's not what lights me up. And my strength is not just in helping you build a brand that reaches a certain customer segment, but in building a brand that feels really, really personal to you and helps other people feel really connected to you too, which ironically is the best way to actually grow a business is by making those strong connections. I think I have driven that point home, but I'll just say this last thing before I dive into the practicalities of this. I do believe that your business is an extension and a reflection of who you are and who you're becoming. I don't really like to say you are your business just because I think that's kind of an unhealthy connection and also can tie our value and our worth to the performance of our business. And I think those should be separate. But I do think that my business is a form of self-expression. So to me, because I know who I am so well, I know that creativity and aesthetics and creating and sharing content is something that I love and desire. And so for me, my business is the perfect avenue for that. And developing myself is developing my brand. Here's the nitty gritty of personal branding. And I actually feel like there's a big gap in the content world about what a personal brand really is. Like people will talk about it like, oh, it's your ideas. It's your connection to your audience. And I'm like, yes, that makes sense. But also, how is that different from what a traditional brand does? Okay. So let let me break that down because I actually can tell you what that is. I'm not keeping it a secret here. I want you to understand this and I can help you do it. Foundation of personal brand is your identity, your self-image, your self-concept, how you view yourself. And this is so crucial because how you see yourself is the best predictor of your ability to reach your goals. And the way you see yourself will be reflected in the way other people see you. And so often, I cannot tell you how many times I see mistakes like this. So often entrepreneurs will build a brand with great colors and a good tagline and that, but they don't really have that identity piece, that surety of who they are. And so because of that, it falls flat. And this is why on the opposite side of that, you can have coaches who have never really done like the aesthetic part of the brand, or maybe they haven't done it professionally, you know, but they have that identity piece. And so it's like, they can create whatever sales page they want, whatever program they want. They can change their title. They can pivot their audience because they know in their core who they are and what they're trying to accomplish. So you have to have the identity piece. 
And this is also why I think so many online articles about building a personal brand don't really make sense because they're not addressing how to actually understand your identity. So I'm going to break down personal brand development into kind of two layers. I want you to imagine this as like a target that is radiating out. Okay. So the first part that we have is the inner. Okay. This is like what's inside you inner part of building a personal brand. And step one is the identity. So this is knowing who you are and who you want to become. And I actually believe that these are the same thing. (laughs) I often tell my clients, you know, I really want you to practice believing that you are already everything you need to become. And that's such a mental shift for them and such a powerful belief that just experimenting with that thought alone will change everything for you. So if we were sitting down together on my couch and we were like talking about your brand, I would ask you, what do you want to have happen in your life? And how do you want your business to facilitate that? You know, and then the kind of the, the deeper level is like, what kind of person do you need to be in order to make that happen? But then I also even like to ask if you knew that these things, whatever it was that you wanted to happen in your life, right? Like all of the things. I want to live in Paris. I want to be a best-selling author. I want to start a nonprofit. Whatever it is that's on your list. If you knew that those things were going to happen, no matter what you did, what would you want to do? What would you want to do between now and starting a nonprofit? And when you think of it that way, when you're like, okay, if I knew that by just wanting it, it would happen. What would I do? How would I do it? Who would I be? And that really opens you up to kind of the next level of your identity. And this is the cool thing about branding is as you focus on your self-image and who you are and like who you're trying to become and all that, you realize that you have infinite potential and also that you're already doing so much right now. And that's really cool. So let's pretend that you're like, I know exactly who I want to be. Okay. You like have that core identity. And I do think that part of the value in working with a brand strategist is that they can help you find the words, right? Because sometimes you're like, I have this feeling or this image, but I just, I don't know quite how to describe it. Or like, yeah, you know, I've written a vision statement, but it's not hitting home. And a good brand strategist like myself can help you find the right words for that. And I think that makes it stick more. But let's say that you have that, okay? You have the identity piece. Step two, we're still in that inner layer, okay? Step two of building a personal brand, kind of more like step one and a half, is to understand your audience. And this is another big difference between what other people are teaching about personal branding and what I do. Because it's kind of like, A traditional brand cares about their audience and a personal brand is all about themselves. And I'm like, no, no, no. I think you still really need to care about the people you're serving as a personal brand. And really part of who you are, like part of your identity is the people that you want to work with. And this is why I think you have to be really honest with yourself and say like, who does it light me up to work with? And If I could have a full client roster of one kind of person, who would they be? And so I really think that your audience still matters a lot when 
you have a personal brand. So ask yourself, like, who is your brand serving, right? Why do they need it specifically? This is why, like, I love to think about coaches and their brands because coaches need personal brands so badly, right? They are out there helping other people achieve their goals. Sometimes they're helping them solve big problems. Sometimes they're helping them reach big dreams. And to do that, there is this level of their own personal development that has to be there because their clients are looking to them as a beacon of hope for what's possible, mentorship in creating it. And when you have a personal brand, you can communicate all of that visually, creatively, right? With the right words, all of that. So this is why, like, I know that my audience is coaches and consultants and people who are really using their own skills to serve others. When you have kind of these, these two pieces, the identity and then the audience, step three, this is the last part of that inner layer, is to create value and meaning. And this is what I, have I said, this is what I love about branding 800 times. But this is what's really cool because what you sell and how much you charge and all of those things has nothing to do with why people buy from you. It really doesn't. People buy the meaning and the value of what you're selling. They are not buying the physical object or the package or the number of hours that they get with you. And we know that on kind of an emotional level, but we don't always know how to explain that, even how to understand it for ourselves or communicate it to other people. And so this is something that I help my clients do is saying, okay, what's the value of teaching your clients this specific process? Okay. My client, Aubin, is focusing a lot on helping clients understand their feminine energy and using both feminine and masculine energy to grow their business and make more money. And so we've really been talking about why is it important for your clients to know that? How do you think explaining these concepts in this way helps them get better results, helps them enjoy the process more? And as we dive into that, we're better able to explain that both to her and also to her audience. Because I think this is something where a lot of marketing kind of falls flat is we give the high level, but we don't always explain why it works. And this is, this is why it works because you're actually creating value in what you're doing and not just saying what you're doing. Okay. So that's that inner layer of a personal brand. And that's all kind of what's happening within you. Then we have the outer layer, okay? So this is what you do to communicate your identity and your value to the rest of the world. And I think you have to show people who you are and what your business is about on both a micro and a macro level. So I'm going to start with the macro level, which is more business focused, okay? So the next layer on this outer shell is to focus your messaging, right? And you can see why this is so important because when you have these strong ideas and these really powerful feelings, if you don't have great messaging to communicate them, 
People aren't going to understand what you're saying, first of all. They're not going to understand why it matters and they're not going to remember it. And I think that's why messaging is so important. It's not just about selling better. It's really about making your message heard and understood and remembered really well. So when I am talking about messaging, I'm talking about some external statements that you'll use over and over again, right? Like we were saying, a great tagline, having your personal values and business values written out so you can communicate them. But it also comes in practicing the phrasing of what you're doing and what you're selling, right? So that you can more confidently articulate your own value and your own meaning. And my client Colette said it really well. She said, I didn't realize that I was inconsistent in the way I was talking about my business, not in a bad way, but in a way that didn't communicate the kind of confidence that I really had. And once we worked together to nail down some of that messaging, it helped her to be consistent and reflect that confidence that she had on the inside. So that's messaging. The next layer of this is what I call visual congruence. And I'm not trying to be hoity-toity with that language, but that's really how I view aesthetics. It is not just about making your brand pretty, even though I also want your brand to be drop-dead gorgeous. It's really about taking all of these layers that we have so far and saying, okay, what visual elements will communicate that correctly and appropriately. This is why a lot of times when I'm talking to my clients and they'll say like, well, I don't know if I should use like this color because I feel like that's more in line with what other sleep consultants are doing or if I should use this color because that really communicates what I think about baby sleep. And it's like, I don't want you to do what other people are doing unless there's a reason that it's aligned for you. So when I'm talking about visual congruence, which is all of the aesthetics, right? It's not just your logo. It's not just your colors. It's also kind of images that you use, the kind of presence that you have, like on Instagram or in person. Even like I love helping my clients in personal brand mastery. I often help my clients plan photo shoots. And there is an element of what feels good to you. But there's also like, this is what your brand is. So it doesn't make sense for you to be wearing a super stiff blazer and heels. Like that's not your brand. And I want you to be on brand in this way. So with those two things, the messaging and the and the visual congruence, I really am sorry for using such a fancy pants word, but I just really believe that that's the power of design. And like, I'm sorry to be so obnoxious about it. But if it looks good, is good enough for you, that's fine. But I'm guessing that if you're the kind of person who wants a great personal brand, you want all of the elements of a great personal brand. And the right visuals are the thing that people are going to remember and see. And they're going to say something about you. And that's why we have to get it right. So your business needs the messaging and the aesthetics But your personal brand also needs your personality and your vision, okay? So this is part of messaging and visual congruence. 
but it's more on that micro level. Okay. So here's the example that I want to use from my own brand. I know that my brand is about being yourself, becoming the person that you want to be. It's also my brand and my life. And so back in 2020, I don't know if any of you were around and remember this, but I set a goal to drink Dr. Pepper every day. Seriously. <laughs> That's I could do a whole other episode of whole other podcast on that. But I just started sharing every time I would get a Dr. Pepper. And that's actually when I started really talking about branding and business was I would go to Sonic and I would get on Instagram stories and I would chat and it became part of my brand. And it wasn't a calculated thing. It was an authentic part of my day-to-day life that I shared that helped people understand who I am because I am very organized and professional and care about aesthetics, but I'm also a mom who goes to Sonic to get a break and drink a Dr. Pepper every day. And I want people to feel comfortable in confiding in me and talking to me and word vomiting on me. And so sharing that genuine moment became a way to show people that side of me. Okay. So here is a little exercise that you can do that will kind of help you figure this out because I think sometimes it can be hard when people say like, just be yourself, just share, you know, share whatever you would do. That doesn't always come naturally to people. There are some people for whom that comes very naturally and it's just easy for them. But if you're one of those people that's like, okay, but can you give me some ideas? This is for you. Okay. I And this is going to sound so kooky, but please just please just do it because it really will help. I want you to pretend that you have a new boyfriend or maybe even, I would say a boyfriend who's never met you before, or maybe even a benevolent alien who is obsessed with everything you do. And they follow you around all day long and they point out little tiny things that you do that they think are so fun and so great that you didn't even realize, okay? So they might be like, oh my gosh, you sleep like a starfish. And every morning you wake up and all your pillows are thrown off the bed, okay? I don't know. They might say, oh, you prepare breakfast the night before and you wake up every morning and have your overnight oats. I don't know. They might say, wow, you wear the same outfit every day or wow, you wear the same color every day. I say, oh, you, for me, Oh, you write in all caps. Like, why do you do that? It doesn't matter what it is, but I want you to just start noticing the little things that you do, especially as they relate to your work, as unique to you. Okay. I'm going to say that again because I really want to drive this point home. I want you to notice the little things that you do, especially as it relates to your work, as unique to you. And when you do this and when you start to share these things, and it doesn't have to be like a big fancy thing and you don't have to share anything that is uncomfortable for you, right? Personal brand is not about sharing every detail of your life. But I think you will find that people start to understand who you are and they connect with you on a personal level and a professional level, okay? So before I let you go, there's two more steps in building a personal brand. And this is, we have the inner and the outer, and then this is where we have the exponential 
growth. Okay. This very outside layer. It's like the future. So next layer is to practice discoverability and recognition. And this is where you can start sharing the things that your pretend alien boyfriend loves about you. And just, just experiment, experiment with sharing. And you don't have to say things. I think sometimes we're afraid of being self-deprecating or sharing anything that makes us look less than perfect. But guess what? That's actually what makes people feel really connected to you. Okay. So see what you like sharing. I follow a coach who shares her lunch every single day. And I love it. I love seeing what she has for lunch. And not everything needs to be an unrelated thing either. Maybe after every coaching call, you fill out notes. Or maybe before every coaching call, you offer a prayer for your client. Share those things. Share the things that you do that are unique to you as if they are unique to you because they are. That's how you become discoverable and that's how you become recognized. And the more consistent you can be with this, the better recognized your brand will be. This is something that I help my clients do is like, okay, let's look at all of the touch points in your business and make sure that everything is cohesive and aligned. But you get to experiment when it's your brand, you get to experiment and figure that out. The very last layer And the reason that these are kind of in the future is because these are the ongoing things, right? So the very last layer is to become in demand. And this is what I love about branding is that I believe building a strong brand allows you to grow your business without having to grow your audience or pay for Facebook ads or doing any of those things that you know I just don't care about. When you can organize your offers, when you can use your messaging effectively, when you can show up as your authentic self, it becomes really compelling to your audience. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to practice being yourself and being consistent in doing it. So before I go, all of these things are part of your personal brand because they're connected to you. I want you to help your ideal clients make that connection. Okay. Sometimes that means you have to be a little bit more explicit. And I think that's a good thing. Your personal brand allows you to grow and evolve and it allows your business to grow and evolve. And it's a really exciting opportunity for you to become the person that you want to be and use your business to help you do that. So my program, Personal Brand Mastery, is open for enrollment as of today, the day that this podcast is released. This is a private brand consulting program. And it is an invitation for you to be perceived not just as an expert, but really as a powerful coach with your own values and style and your own coaching framework and specialty. If you want to be known for something, we can cultivate that in personal brand mastery. So I'll help you create clients by being yourself and sharing your message and allowing you to be discovered. I'll help you launch new offers that are aligned with your overall brand in both purpose and in messaging and design. And I'm going to help you learn how to create content in a way that's authentic to your personality, but also clear and compelling to your audience and creates demand for your services. So I want you to feel confident that all the parts of your business are working together to reflect 
the identity that you want to have. And personal brand mastery is how I do that. So a couple of things I've done for previous brand mastery clients. We have strategized mini courses, planned a lot of photo shoots, really refined their audience to better speak to them, designed sub brands for new offers, styled their office space, outlined client experiences, launch podcasts, anything you can think of is part of your brand because branding permeates every part of your business. So there will be a link to this program in the show notes of this episode. And if you're interested, send me a message or an email because enrollment will close at the end of this week. So let me know if you have any questions or you want to talk more. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed listening to Aesthetically Speaking. If you want to support the podcast, please leave us a nice review or connect with us on Instagram at Rebecca Peterson Studio. 